that it's basically criminalizing uh, political association, the indictment where 61 people are charged in this wide-ranging racketeering case. The ACLU uh, called the theory in the indictment shocking and unprecedented. Um, and it basically relies on people's beliefs and community organizing uh, as the basis for the sweeping criminal liability. And just finally, as we're talking internationally, too, there were, you know, there's protests by the Stop Cop City movement in support of Palestine as well, and against what's called called the Georgia International Law Enforcement Exchange, or GILI, where uh, law enforcement officers from Atlanta, from across the state and the U.S., travel to Israel to receive training from Israeli uh, police forces. Um, and, uh, you know, Israel's long taken these strategies and techniques that are honed on the Palestinian body and then exported them abroad. And so we see these ties uh, between, uh, between Israel and uh, police forces in Atlanta. Sharif Abdel-Kaddus, he is the reporter on Now You're a Terrorist, the Fault Lines documentary. You are tuned in to KBOO Portland on 90.7 FM and streaming on the web at kboo.fm. KBOO Community Radio just wrapped up our annual fall membership drive. Support from listeners like you helped us reach our goal, gain new members, and prepared us to bring you more organic, homegrown, fresh-off-the-vine community radio. Thanks to all those who donated during this drive, and thanks to those who listened in. Stay tuned for more. When the farmer comes to town with his wagon broken down, the farmer is... Tune in to The Dirt Bag every second Wednesday of the month at 11 a.m. Learn to grow your tasty fruits and vegetables in your home garden. There is a monthly garden stumper, calendar of gardening events. You can even call in with your gardening questions. That's The Dirt Bag every second Wednesday, 11 to 12 a.m. That's on K-B-O-O Portland. Portland. Listen, Listen, laugh, laugh, learn. learn. The farmer is the man that feeds them all. Hello, hello, and good morning. You are listening to The Gap here on KBOO Portland. I'm Tammy, and with me is the one and only Althea Billing. Hello, and good morning. How are you? I'm good. You know, I was noticing your nail polish. That's cute. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I got, it was on sale. Kind of an icy blue. It's chipped. I don't like it because it makes my hands look... I don't know, like I'm not alive. <laughs> they look like very cold. Well, I'm, a, I'm a warm tone colored girl. I okay, learned. interesting. Mm-hmm. Color theory. Good morning. Well, <laughs> well, welcome to color theory. No, that's not great for an audio medium. Um, what do we like to do here on this show? We start out with a news roundup in our first half of the program, or we'll do an interview. Today we got news for you. And then uh, around 8.30, we'll have a midway song, a little breaky break, and then our community question where you can call in and chat to us about what we've got going on. I have another thing to say oh. to our listeners. Oh, Thank you for making us a part of your day. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, after all... Oh, did you want to No, no, no. Please. After all, we are um, KBOO's most... Actually, Portland's most listened to radio show on KBOO at 8 a.m. on Fridays when we're on. Yep. And that's because yep, of you. Yep, yep, yep. And we, and we thank you for listeners. that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, it's we ontological. Have, it's, it's all logic. Yeah. Um, we actually have a really nice... Uh, 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 lineup of things. If you see there, I I, I named I named she it. She sort of collated everything. culture and local news. Okay, That's what okay. we've got today. Um, I think the the most interesting thing that I've seen happen this week is that fight, not fight, almost <laughs> fight breakout with um, Daddy Mullen. Uh, sorry, Senator hey. Mullen. <laughs> I was impressed. In uh, former in MMA Congress. fighter, former MMA fighter and senator, turned senator. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah. It's, Stack him up on the resume, I say. Why not? Uh, challenged. Well, actually, so he was in session, printed out tweets yeah. from, um, what's his name? Uh, 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 O'Brien from the... Sean O'Brien from the Teamsters. The, the, the 
president of the team uh, International yeah. Brotherhood of Teamsters whipped out the tweets. He yeah. said, "Hey, on this day you said this, on that day you said that. We're getting it on. Yeah. What's up? It's on site." Yeah. And it was on. <laughs> poor Bernie <laughs> Sanders sitting there, like, guys, what's going on? We do have. We have the clip. I think we have the clip. Let's let's like listen. Self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always mm. has been. Always will be. Mm. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. <laughs> stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your Hard. solution? Hold it. Hold it. No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States Senator. Sit down. Oh, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Shim. it. Hold it. If we can, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. Um, this is like my, <laughs> Bernie and that is like my mom when my sisters keep swinging at each other. Hey! What? <laughs> you get your butt up. Warning, we're going to say the word butt a lot in the next like two minutes. <laughs> Listen, Freud is rolling in his grave wishing he could be part of that conversation. Yeah. Um, I love watching that actual video and just looking at the people in the background. Yeah. Because you could feel the energy they're rise like, and they're kind of like. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Come again. Oh man! You get your butt up. It's also hilarious <laughs> trying to incite somebody to fight without cursing, which makes it great for our show because we're not doing that. But yeah, no, you get your butt up over here. Get your butt up on the chair. It's like, what are we? So oh, schoolyard. Yes, although the word remember remember when people used to do dueling. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there. Well, I wasn't there too. But I, I heard about. <laughs> I heard a story of it once. I heard a story about it. Sure. Um. Wow. Um. There's another line from Bernie Sanders that didn't make the clip that's uh, that the American people already have enough contempt for Congress. Don't give them another reason. Wow. Um, it kind of it perked me up. It perked yeah. me up. And uh, Mark Wayne Mullen. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's a the danger of giving somebody he, two first names. The first. First of all, I'm going to put it this way. If someone has printed out a tweet, it's never a good sign. So true. For If you have a, if anyone comes up to you with a piece of paper Hi, I brought you a PDF of something you said. It's never good. It's never like, hey, I loved this thing you said. I printed it out. Let's talk about <laughs> I it. I printed so, it out to bring it to show you. It's, it's never going to be good. Um, so that was... <laughs> I can't get you over it. You get your butt up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it tickled my fancy in a way. Um, so PG-13. Yeah. It's really funny. It was. Uh, not the only violence question mark happening at the Capitol. Apparently, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy elbowed some other guy in the kidney. In He's the abused. They were so specific oh, about sorry, being the kidney. Accused. Oh, he said it went between the soccer punch to uh, elbowed in the right in the liver. Oh, no, shot to the kidney. <laughs> What's going on? And there's like, oh, sorry, the, the hallway is just really tight. Some mean girls action going on It is on a here. little bit. It is a little bit. They're going to um, throw the burn book out, and then it's going to be... You know what I'm saying? Then everybody's butt is going to be up. Wow. This <laughs> would be the part... Because Kevin McCarthy just got ousted. Yeah. No, it, Just it, like in the movie. Yeah. And it was right... And then it was right at that point that Regina George was like, I'm taking the burn book, and I'm taking... Yeah, putting publishing. Oh, uh, uh, what I say? Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Is, you know, People she, have seen that movie by now. And there's out. a new one. There's an, a movie of the musical of the movie coming out. It's all coming together. If this, yeah, I don't know. I don't Tina know if it would be bad. I mean, yeah, I don't, it was, Faye, what the did first you do one was so good that it I wouldn't really mind getting a little, a little piece of it. But this is the- extremely influential piece of media. U.S. government version of it. Yeah. So this is the point where he would be going through the halls of, of the Capitol. Where's the kidney located? I thought the kidney was on the front. I was moved. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't go to school for that. Um, not we're not big uh, anatomy buffs. I do hope that everyone. That but we do have a buff anatomy. We do. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. Stupid. Keep going. Nice. Um, nice. No, that was really good. Is Mark Williams still in your mind? You, if we're no, not I'm, I'm saying nothing about that. But I am googling <laughs> where is the kidney. Just because I'm thinking of the physics of walking down a hallway with your elbows moving. I'm trying to think about how could you really get somebody. Where is your kidney? And At the same time, where is my kidney? Mm. Oh, they are kind of on your back. 
One below the rib cage, one on each side of your spine. Huh. One below and then one on each side? That's three. They are. No. <laughs> They're both of those things at the same time. Oh, oh um, okay. Um, anyway, not, not not what we came here to talk about. Well, who knows what's going on? Location I of the folks kidney. are, you know, I don't know. I, I think if people, you know, you have quip water, adding a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of salt in it will keep you really good, like, well hydrated. Right. Um, so that if you get elbowed in the kidney in the hallway oh, I, by somebody that you got fired or maybe it will make you not want to be violent maybe they just need some some yeah, electrolytes it be, it i don't know electrolytes and maybe tr- plant-based diet for a week maybe right. a week you know i don't know I don't, is everybody taking iron vitamin d this time Boom. of year you know uh, they saying? have liver pills too liver pills yeah but mm. um oh and speaking <laughs> we came um, here to hawk supplements suddenly <laughs> <laughs> sounds familiar to slippery slope of radio i'm kidding um and speaking of that's not radio that's podcast but Speaking of <laughs> suck it podcast. <laughs> speaking of Get plant-based roasted. diet. Whoa. Snoop Dogg apparently quits quits is quitting his his herb supplements. Uh his uh, yeah. his long decades old um affinity. Affinity, public affinity to or marijuana. The cannabis plant. Um and he said that he's gonna stop, which is I don't know how it made such headways, but it did. And I'm surprised I, he announced it. You know what I'm saying? And and he's like Please, please give me and my family time to process. I think I he this. understood how big of a deal it is to the yeah. culture. Uh, yeah. I saw a lot of people in the comments were saying, uh, don't worry, your disciples will will continue your legacy, <laughs> a bunch of stuff like that. But I wonder... He's taking a toll I'm interested. Hey, I, 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 he probably should, mm. I assume. Um, and, yeah. You so know? And speaking of dogs... Speaking of dogs! <laughs> You planned this so well. I didn't even mean to. Oh, my God. It's just your mind. Uh, it's incredible. There is... Well, this I is sad, see. too. Is that I know. It's not, sorry. Take, bring the room down. I'm sorry. Um, unfortunately, it seems as though there is some sort of respiratory disease that's, uh, again, dog sick in the metro area, in the Portland metro area. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the director of Oregon Veterinary Diagnostics Lab... Uh, recommended to avoid dog parks boarding if possible until the mystery illness is solved. Because yeah. It's so sad, and that some dogs uh, did did um, pass on, so that's very sad. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what's happening. People, it it seems to be mostly respiratory and not human born, as in humans aren't giving it to dogs or getting it from dogs. For now, that's what it seems like. But it um, it's some sort of uh, uh, pneumonia or or some sort of chronic, like, breathing, respiratory thing. Yeah. So keep an eye on your pets. Yeah. Don't go to the dog park. Yeah, it seems as though i got to get my dog boosted, but I I don't know now. (laughs) Um, Well, I think getting, I think they they also had recommended making sure your your dog was up to date on shots and everything just to be as healthy as possible. See, it's like the iPhone thing. All of a sudden, when there's a new iPhone out, you got everything stops working on yeah. the update. Well, um, yeah, but big big hugs to all the all the sick puppies out there, and I hope that you get well. And yeah, stay on alert until this illness is solved. Yes, indeed. Local and speaking news. of solving things, whoa, <laughs> or you're just on a roll, right or now. a mystery of solving. This uh-huh. is definitely a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Um, you want to give it a go? The first one? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Police Accountability Commission's proposal has been gutted by City Council. Mm. Mm. What, mm. A, what, a, what a grim fate. So back in 2020, 82% of Portlanders passed, I think, Measure 26217, which was the police accountability and oversight measure that outlined pretty specifically the creation of a new police oversight system. And for the past, for two years, um, like 20, this 20 member commission, the Police Accountability Commission has basically been crafting this plan of how to put it into action. So wait, I want to say, that's, <clears throat> that's committee number one. Committee number one. Yeah. Been, and, and that's how the measure set out to say like, hey, Police Accountability Commission, here's the hard lines that mm-hmm. we want to make sure in there, you figure out how to implement it. Um, <clears throat> city council, uh, City, the city attorney, which I mean, I'm sure the city attorney did write it, but I feel like it obfuscates that it's city council that wants this. Gutted it. They ripped out 70 pages. They, uh, Dan Handelman from Portland Cop Watch was on the KBOO News this mm-hmm. week talking to Sam and Jasmine, uh, and he he was talking about how they they changed the definition of accountability to 
to remove the word transparency. Ghoulish, especially when like the city code definition of accountability is like we're committed to transparency. They took out a ton of like the equity and racial justice aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, oh, it was based on what the police accountability commission did, but blah, they like did too much. It was way too specific. Mm-hmm. And the the measure itself had very specific rules about who could be on this oversight right, board. Yeah, they were saying, you know, it can't be people former or current law enforcement can't be on this board. People who have immediate family members that mm-hmm. are law enforcement, like they, it's a civilian oversight board. It's meant to be people who are not tied, it, yeah, to, not tied to, to to that world, because as we know, the current accountability measures are like really controlled by people who are in the law enforcement world and have like a different perspective i guess versus like civilians and being Mm -hmm. accountable to the public so that's what they put to city council and then city council got creative do you want to say what they got? Oh, no, I was, it, oh she, she's go putting ahead. up the. I thought you were. I thought you were oh, no, saying me. Two, <laughs> oh, yeah. So what city council does is they create. They're like, yeah, 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 totally. But also, we're going to create a committee to appoint the committee. It's a committee number two. Second committee to to circ to circumvent. It's circumvent, but I think it's <laughs> funny to say circumvent. Um, to circumvent the requirements of that committee, mm-hmm. and they're saying like, yeah, so we need somebody from the police union, someone from the commander's union, someone appointed by the police chief, some other just cop that could can also be on it. Like they created this other committee, and they also write that they anybody on this committee cannot have any bias for mm-hmm. or against law enforcement. So I think that it's possible that that discounts eighty two percent of Portlanders who voted for this measure by by what they've been saying. Anybody who protested in 2020, any like that you, <laughs> if and if if it if the city council approves this somehow, it will be up to be reviewed by the U.S. Uh, Department of Justice, which the DOJ <laughs> is likely to rubber stamp it because their settlement about how terrible <laughs> our cops are is a whole separate thing. Yeah, it's and also um, and the city is definitely going to get sued for the ballot measure but it's like why do we keep having to spend all our money and time on lawsuits just dragging things out until people don't care anymore that's what it is yeah is they're betting that the 82 percent of people that voted for it are not here anymore Mm -hmm. yes there's been people that have left the county not that many people still care about police accountability they're trying to wear everybody out until people are like whatever it doesn't get us worked up enough to come yell at city council anymore yeah i mean it's like the the playbook for so long um, we should just recognize it, I think. Yeah, no, I hear you. And this, they were, I saw in there, they were looking, they were, did they change any of the, of how much of the funds would be used from the police budget for this? Or is it still at it's five? It's five, I, that's like hard written into the measure, okay, so gotcha. I'm not sure, but I'm sure that they don't like that. They're like, so, we're going to have to cut the police budget in order to <laughs> not make sure we don't fund this proposal. Oh God, I'm getting flashbacks. Um, cause they said they had a 33 person board. And now they want to cut it to a smaller version, 21 people. Which, granted, 33 is a lot of people to work on one project. I'll give you that. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, we, we took uh, Governor Kotek to task for creating a 45-person <laughs> task force. So, you know. And it'll be nominated by a committee made up of law enforcement officials, Portland residents from different part of the areas. Um, yeah. There's members like, of already existing oversight. Yeah, this is... And then, like, people who've been part of all of the systems that haven't worked, that yeah. 82% of people rejected, also have to be involved in this. Isn't that... It's just goofy to me. It's I mean, a, it's goofy and it's ghoulish. <laughs> That's a good band name. Um, yeah, and the big part of it is that it'll keep the um, the board meeting private and away from the public. Yeah, uh. yeah the, whole, the whole transparency, like, the... the Police Accountability Commission had created this plan that, you know, as much as possible, they would have these so, hearings like open to the yeah. public so people can give feedback and can like. What's a new definition of accountability now then? I don't know, dude. What, what is accountability if not transparency? I guess doing what you said you're going to do, but that's <laughs> like, oh boy, that one hurts even. If that's in there, that's even more ironic. Speaking Jeez. of irony. Speak- got him. Got him. <laughs> I, I beat you too. I beat you too. got him. <laughs> it's infectious now. This <laughs> is too good. Uh, House, three House Republicans want to make it illegal for teachers to go on strike. Are that- any of them from, and this is in reaction to the Portland teacher strike, are any of them from Portland? Great question. It's a really good question. The answer is no. 
None of them are even... Although they are known to be inspired by the thing that they are going against because um, they've walked out from their positions, from their public positions, five times since 2019. and also, there was a measure up yeah. for, to vote, uh, urging, pe- yeah, urging people, or you know, it, part of the measure was you can't do this. You, you can't, can't have walk ten unexcused absences and think you're going to run again. And now, granted, that was Senate Republicans sure. uh, that did that, but still, it's still the same the, party that keeps taking vacations in Idaho at really inopportune times. Idaho is up, up and coming. I hear it's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is really. They say Boise, not sure. Boise. Boise. Mm, Boise. Oh, just a little fact for you. Everybody um, trying to blend in in Boise. And oh boy, do they see okay. the writing on the wall? <laughs> um, yeah, this is just really bizarre. So yeah, essentially they want to introduce something in next year, uh, making it illegal for public school teachers to go on strike. <laughs> they argue that strike disrupts uh, student education. Um, I mean, and they do, spe- yeah, they do specifically speci- specifically specify. They do point out specifically uh, at the current strike. It's very. Uh, I don't think that this makes no. This isn't going to happen. This no, isn't gonna I mean, no way. it's also we also have a very like pro labor democratic majority. This so is I mean, silly. it's it's unserious. It's ironic. It's never gonna like. It's not gonna go. They just wanted to get a headline, you know. I think, but but the irony is just too irony, thick for it's, this. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I've been trying to think of like an analogy of what is something that I could propose that I'm like clearly doing all the time. Like we need to, hey, those people over there, we need to make radio illegal <laughs> or something like that. Guys, no more podcasts. Okay, oh, we're done with po- like that would be ironic yeah. to me. <laughs> we're like, like, are this, you? Sh- you know, the, the Spider Man meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pot calling the kettle spidery. Yeah. Um, let's see. We have a couple more we can, minutes. We can move through. I can move through some of these more quickly if you oh, want. Oh, sure. Um, I want to, I, I do want to get to six at the end. Okay. Of we'll talk to, talk about six. Um, city council met for the last time in city hall until 2025. As we go on. Because of renovations. Um, <laughs> uh, well, they better get, get, get to renting something downtown and, yeah. and revive downtown the way they've been asking everyone else to Katie do. Said, what about You're going to start working from home for 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 almost two years? Yeah. You know, for a year, you want to start working from home for a whole year after you're telling everyone else, go back, work downtown, make it safer somehow because you work at a candle shop? You go work downtown. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Got them. And you're going to help the... <laughs> Help stim. It's good for the economy, you know. Yeah, the buildings s- there need the economy. You know, people see you going back and forth and they'll say, "Oh wow, it must be safe." Yeah, uh, you can go get, um, you know, coffee mm-hmm. and enjoy yourself. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna take some time. These renovations, they have to put twelve chairs in there, and right now there's uh, only we five. don't even have twelve chairs. No, well, <laughs> we do, but half of them are <laughs> not suitable for human use. Oh, um, are you? What are you sad for the chairs? <laughs> <laughs> She's on the chair's side now. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> what happened to going downtown was the gist of that point. Um, another headline. Oregon is the first in the nation to allow law students to become lawyers through apprenticeships instead of the this bar is very exam. very interesting. I'd love to interview someone about this from, yeah, the, yeah. from this program because it sounds fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, um, and first, before people start with, you know, saying, well... Because the first thing that came to my mind, well, I'll just say it. It's like, mm. oh, look at this. We're we're dropping the bar, literally. You know, no pun intended. We're dropping <laughs> well the bar intended. even for lawyers, right? Yeah. But it's it's not like that. It's no. just a different way to be able to get into practicing law, mm-hmm. and it's just in Oregon, so you won't be able to like take right. This, there's you know the you'll bar still, exam will still exist. Yeah, they'll still exist. It'll still be. You'll still have to you know uh, if you want to go practice somewhere else. And the 675-hour apprenticeship, 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 apprenticeship. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I mean, it's just, it's really interesting. I'm actually like really interested to see um, what will come of this, and then also how quickly this will be able to relieve a lot of the stuff that we're seeing in jails. Yeah, the public defender, the public defender situation, and also just like. Start, yeah, I think it's one of, you know, we, we have to do a lot of things about that, but I think it will ch- start, start kind of chipping away at it because the bar chipping exam, away, chipping yes. away, even, you know, uh, 
people on the, whatever the bar committee mm-hmm. of the American Oregon Bar Association they're saying it's mostly about memorization this bar exam it doesn't have a lot to do with what you actually have to do as a lawyer and it often means that people have to spend like four months outside of their work that they're doing cramming for this exam which in 2022 43% of law students failed mm. Mm. so with this apprenticeship that allows people to do work that they were already doing in like law internships continue to be paid for work that supports like our legal system and then also build their skills to be able to practice law i also just love the word apprentice apprentice i think it's fun it would be fun to be able to say oh i'm an apprentice you're like, oh, what, a blacksmith? No, the law. Boom. <laughs> law, Jur- law, law Jur- prud- Excuse me, prudence. <laughs> I had coffee before <laughs> before I got here. It was such a <laughs> cute little <laughs> This is This is cool. Um, I'd yeah. love to talk to people who are part, were part of building this. And it's been... Uh, it's been coming up in the conversation with the... You know, for a while, apparently, periodically. Periodically, periodically mm-hmm. for decades. So yeah. that's, and I know California and some other states are look are going to be watching how it goes for us and trying to build something similar. Sure. Um. So and also, cool. uh, I think this is how Kim Kardashian practices the law. Good. Yeah. And she, you know, look, she she's doing stuff with it. She's she's, she's a busy stuff. lady. She's creating the underwear of the NFL. Did you hear about this? Oh right, I remember. And I yeah, asked I you the WNFL no. <laughs> or no, the NBA, the NBA. Then I said the WNBA. <laughs> said no. And I Everybody was, wears underwear. I was a little, I was, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I said, why don't you do what you know? I don't know. What about for the gals? What about um, for the gals? You they know, got they, they don't get paid well to do their 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 great basketball work in the United States anyway. Anyway, we don't have to get into the WNBA politics. Um, I, I've never seen a, a single game. Um, uh, quick mention before we sorry let me uh the measure 114 lawsuit you know our gun control measure that's been held up for over a year because of a lawsuit in harney county saying it magazines and um background checks, background checks. uh saying that that violates the second amendment this decision is going to come down by next wednesday so you know mark your calendar before your time off find out <laughs> if we have gun control or not the 22nd <clears throat> 23rd 23 23rd, oh, 23rd is what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, or no, the 23rd the, is... It's uh, a Thursday, no? Oh, man, I'm I'm, I'm bad at calendars. I it's apologize. Okay. Uh, that said, no matter what, it will probably be appealed. So even if it's like, you can have gun control, mm-hmm. that's going to get appealed. Even And then if it's like, you can't have gun control, that's also going to get appealed. So, you know, uh, I love how slow our legal system is. <laughs> Speaking the, of legal systems... Oh, yeah, <laughs> um... Uh, this morning, I saw that there was an update from the ADA lawsuit that um, was settled last spring with the city agreeing to remove at least 500 campsites that were, according to this lawsuit, um, blocking sidewalks. And since July to September, city workers removed about uh, 1,400 campsites with an average of three-tenths each site, totaling um Five, uh, four, four thousand tents uh, that were removed in the last fiscal quarter. This is, this is really sad. Uh, also, the city allocated sixteen million. <coughs> hurts me to write to read this. Uh, allocated sixteen million dollars for campsite removal efforts. Um, and inside of the settlement, they had to allocate. A, um, that, that was part of the lawsuit that they had to allocate. A uh, certain amount of money for the camp removals, as well as posting no camping sites to deter people from returning to these campsites. Um, places like Old Town still see kind of like sidewalks being blocked, um, but yeah, it's it's really sad. Uh, the city is also the same people that are um, involved in the ADA settlement, like the lawyer who is uh, John DeLorenzo is saying that he's also keeping an eye on the other lawsuit that the city is involved with in regards to daytime camping, uh, which may actually have some sort of implication in this settlement. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just, yeah, that's Apparently, a leak update. Yeah, with the, with the sweeps that they've forced the city to invest more money in, uh, they're not referring people to shelters. They're not telling them what what to do where to go kind of thing. Um, oh yeah, it's exactly like with the other <clears throat> one where they're 
you know, tell with the with the, with the with with what would be this ban is that they're telling you to leave and they're not telling you where you you know where you can camp and where you can't. So they're just right. telling you where you can't and then it's just creating this. I think yeah, and I, I minor shift of perspective. People are not trying to break the law by going to sleep at night, you know, uh, and. Yeah. Anyway, it's, and that's safe. A lot of people can't even sleep at you know we, we yeah, already, yeah yeah can't even sleep S- at night because it's not safe day. you know cause sleeping outside. Uh, yeah, so Whole they have to sleep during the day. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we're we're grateful for the fact that the daytime camping ban is they got a temporary injunction against it mm-hmm. being enforced, which is positive for the case. From what I've been told, that it does kind of likely mean like, hey, you really do have a case here. Sure, because the status quo it's. Yeah, you can't, there's... Like you, that, you know... Actually w- going forth <clears throat> with it would cause too much chaos. Irreparable harm. Yeah. Is the, yeah. The, Which the is a leak, like. it's a, that's part of the of living in Oregon. You can't, that's... Yeah. A part of your rights, you know? You can't... Yeah. <sighs> part of still being a human, mm. even after all of it. Yeah, I mean, this is just kind of grim. And then looking at the price tag of it is $16 million, while Peabot is in free fall. Do you, we talked about how they're Freefall, not- my, my car is in freefall from all the potholes <laughs> and from half the lights not working and people just ramming it. To, That's the other thing. Freefall. Because people, it's like, yeah, so we're not going to be able to, to make sure that the traffic lights work. Just so you guys know, <laughs> if a stop sign falls over, it's staying there. Take okay. it home, why don't you? Don't get me started about the bike lanes. The- we're ta- we're ta- we have to tear out the bike lanes. <laughs> it's going to cost us more money, but we have to. No traffic lights bike lanes that are already there <laughs> rip have, them out i have paint i know some people that have spray yeah. paint i'm sure the station has some spray paint sure i'll do the bike lanes. <laughs> Le- just y'all take care of the big business we'll do the bike lanes yeah yeah well, us and, and bike portland <laughs> bike we got Por- this bike portland and bike loud can organize yeah. some people to there's enough bike stripe the road for you who understand who ride the you know the mm. You got bigger anyway. fish to fry this is this is maybe one thing that you can delegate to to the good people yeah um, <laughs> but but yeah, thank you for the the check in on good old Di Lorenzo. Yeah, and I I think it's also interesting to see kind of the legalese of it all, because uh, you have the people who are helping, um, you know, who are interested in stopping the daytime ban or at least the enforcement of it. I think is it the the Oregon um, Oregon Law Center, the Law Center. So yeah. it's interesting to hear their position and their kind of lawyering and then hearing like De Lorenzo yeah. who's representing the ADA um, settlement lawsuit. Which, no? yeah, and I think it's, we can move on from this, but it is just worth noting that it, like when this lawsuit first started and, and to this day, Disability Rights Oregon did not sign on. Mm-hmm. They were asked to sign on and they didn't because they didn't think that it was right. And that how, like looking at the significant percentage of people who are unhoused that deal with disability and sure. no consideration being given to them and that's a huge huge problem with the with the camping van that means you have to pack up all your stuff and take it with you all the time people can't do that yep especially not yeah, especially if they're disabled themselves objectively Just, unreasonable which is the thing it's not supposed to be well we'll keep an eye on this one we as will. well um and it's interesting to see the, these two things kind of coming together. And I, I definitely, yeah, like De Lorenzo himself was saying that what have what happens with this daytime camping ban um, could have implication on this settlement. So yeah, maybe you know we'll see. We'll keep our eyes open. Um, and yeah, we're we'll, gonna take a little musical break. Yeah, you ready for quick. it? Yes, I am. Um, you're listening to the Gap on KBOO Portland. We'll be back in a sec.
we are back. A little cohesion by Minuteman. Shout out to whoever liked the Minuteman. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We Tammy was miming some ribbon dancing yeah, while that was that's happening. That's perfect. If I was in the Olympics. Yeah. As a contestant. Mm-hmm. Athlete. <laughs> I would do ribbon dancing 110%. Always been into it. Would this be my song? Maybe. I'm going to write it down on your gift list so I don't forget that. That's something that, yeah, that I you might to, need I used ribbons to make on them, sticks. Uh, I used to make them as a kid. I, I was really into them. I used to also make um, Barbie clothes out of tissue paper. Oh, nice. I tell you. I tell you. Anyways, we're back here on <laughs> we The Gap we <laughs> on KBOO Portland. I am Tammy with me as Althea. Hello. We are going to dive into our second part of this here program where we open up the phone lines to you with our community question of the day just a little, a little, you know, bringing together, a little churning of the minds, mm. of the spirits, of the souls. Sure, um, of course. And today, we want to know what's something that you don't like doing, but you know it's good for you, so you do it anyways. Let us know. Boom. 503-231-8187 is the phone number. Again, 503-231-8187. You can also message us on the website, kboo.fm. There's a little thing on the bottom, on the side, that says chat with us. You can message us on Instagram, at The Gap Radio. You can email us, thegapradio at gmail.com. We're trying to be so contactable mm. for you. Mm. Uh, you got pigeons, throw them on over here. Yep. Um, What's fi- something you don't like doing, but you know it's good for you, so you do it anyway? Mm. That's what we want to know. Are you good? Are you going to ask me? Are you asking me right well, now? Well, yeah, yeah. Say your thing. What do I don't like to do, but I do it anyways because it's good for me? Not smoking. Okay. Not smoking cigarettes. I hate. I hate not doing it. You don't like not. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, and no, I'm, I'm with what, you. I, I'm with the other way. I'm with you, and I'm understanding. Um. Yeah. I hate it. <clears throat> yeah. But it's good for me, so I I don't do it anyways. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I'm trying. How yeah, about yeah. you? Well, the thing that came to mind from this question was this like process that I've created for myself about drying my hair after oh, I right, shower. Yeah, yeah. After I shower because I have hair a lot of hair and it gets wet and it doesn't dry very fast. And I don't I never liked drying my hair. And so then I couldn't shower at night because then my hair would be wet mm. and then I would mm. sleep on wet mm. hair and then my hair would be weird in the morning and my scalp would be weird and it was just all bad. <laughs> and somebody was like, hey, you know you could just dry your hair and I'm like I hate that it's like too loud it's like i get too hot i don't like it it's terrible and what i ended up doing uh is that i would like put in headphones and like listen to music or something while i would do dry my hair and that was mm-hmm. like enough of an incentive that i started to like not be so like in my soul perturbed by the idea of drying my own hair i hear you on that um and so you know over time i've gotten used to it and better at it now i don't really need the headphones to be able to do it because i am like that lickety split and i can shower anytime because i can dry my hair right after so sometimes i think you know if there's something that you don't like doing but it is good for you sometimes there's like a little on-ramp of like i'm gonna do i'm gonna add in a little thing that's gonna make it easier for me to do and do you think that because it's like a small thing or you know compared to other things that it's easier to try to avoid it for longer or try to or yeah or even vice versa easier to try to like incentivize yourself to do it because in a way it is yeah i'm saying it's not like the the biggest most consequential thing in my life Mm -hmm. but now it's like a skill and a tolerance that i've built of like this girl (laughs) she can sit there and dry her own hair Mm. Mm. I think it's because, like, when I was a kid, I didn't like having it because, like, my mom or my dad would do it. And they sure, always, you're not yet. Yeah, it'd be hot right. and loud, and they'd always pull my hair. They don't know. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like it. And Anyway, I know they didn't mean to, if my mom well, is listening. I know you didn't mean to. tender-headed Althea over well, here. No, yeah. uh, actually, that's so true. <laughs> there was this one time. This is really not related. Please call and cut off my story. 503-231-8187. What's something you don't like doing, but you know it's good for you? So you do it anyway. One time at my sister's gymnastics practice at the community center i was like eight years old my aunt decided to do like a french fishtail braid that went from one temple to the other Mm. while this is happening like while there's like actively something else going on and we're just like sitting there watching and she yanked my head Mm. so hard Mm. i was like sobbing Mm. crying (laughs) and she was like beauty hurts honey (laughs) 
Heard that. <laughs> heard, wish I didn't hear that, but I and heard it's like, that. Oh boy, hope this doesn't hope this doesn't sort of scar me. <laughs> like not not literally, but like sure, yeah, yeah. Of somebody doing a really tight French braid temple to temple. And like not for anything. Like we're not going anywhere. And then the <laughs> other thing is is like it's so tight that even when she finishes, it's still so tight. And then I'm d- I felt so bad about like making a scene of like I was just like sobbing at my sister's gymnastics oh my God. practice. Oh man, Althea, I'm glad that you didn't have uh have to wear braids your whole life. Yeah, that no, I'm sure that it would have. I would not have enjoyed it. Or you would have learned how to do it, you know do it yourself, and then it wouldn't be as I don't know something. You got to snatch those hairs up in there to make it look real good. It, yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 503-231-8187 what's something that you don't like doing but you, you know, know it's good, good for you. you so you do it anyways message us on the website kabu.fm message us on Instagram I'll tell you what I don't like doing but I do it anyways the way that I do my grocery shopping because mm. you if you get everything from one place it's going to end up being too expensive Yeah. so I do my rounds mm. and I hate doing my rounds even though I love doing my rounds because I know at the end it's good for me you know yeah. and but it is like a thing where I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta go grocery shopping. I mean, I gotta get it in the Safeway, and then I gotta get my stuff from this place, and then mm-hmm. I gotta go to the like to the African market, and then I gotta go there. And yeah, so my little thing is, okay, I'm gonna put on a, a good podcast, yeah. and I'm always gonna wait after <laughs> after the podcast is out, or wait two days, so mm. I have two days worth, so that I could just like truly um, be fully into that, and then get home and do everything because then you got to put all the stuff away <gasps> they don't tell you about that oh and no there's a pre-stuff too where you got to <laughs> clean you, out the refrigerator you have first to inventory what you do have you got to inventory what you do have see what's good what's not good mm-hmm. throw everything away make sure the neighbor didn't fill out the the, the garbage can so you can actually throw stuff out because mm. if you can't i'm not doing any of it so it all <laughs> starts it all starts with that you have to trace it back to the source which is trash mm-hmm. yeah it is yeah yeah sometimes I this is so silly. If you listen to the show for a long time, I probably said this before. I like rediscovered cooking this weekend. Mm. I was like, did did you know you could make recipes? <laughs> <laughs> I made curry butternut squash soup and oh, it was fun. delightful. But I like forgot that I was like, I could pick a recipe, go to the grocery store, and buy the things I don't have in order to make it. It's like, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> like, did you what blend are it? you talking about? Yes, I did. My first blend time making fun. a blended soup. No, that's good stuff. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what is something that you don't like doing, but you know it's good for you, so you do it anyway? Let us know. 503-231-8187. You can message us on the website, kboo.fm. You can message us on Instagram, at thegapradio. You can email us, thegapradio at gmail.com. Uh, and we would love to hear from you. Or what? What is something? How do you know when something's good for you? Let us know. Oh, how do you know when something is good for you? That's a question. Yeah. Can I? This was part of. I was doing a whole list of like my my coldest takes a couple months ago, where I was like, "Hey guys, I know that you guys all know this, but I just discovered it, and I have to tell you." <laughs> uh, and it was like, if you wake up in the morning and you like listen to music and read a book for like fifteen minutes. Mm you have a great day and it's like yeah of course (laughs) like what are you talking about but that's like not what i do most of the time and i was like guys mind blown this is incredible uh water yeah drinking a big hefty cup of water so before coffee oh yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you you can hear me wilt water is just water is just uh coffee is just warm water but no it's coffee Uh, water is water <laughs> and if you put a little tiny bit of salt in it, it gives you an extra kick you yeah. know or lemon with my water lemon water oh. yeah that's nice oh just doing a little something mm. that's good for you mm. um what else i'm thinking about um just like diy projects you know around the mm-hmm. house um like a lot of cleaning you know mm-hmm. we're like oh i'm being lazy and then you clean and you're like why don't i do this all the time <laughs> like you, you know when you move um to a new place and you, uh, your apartment is actually clean, like actually clean because mm. someone else is going to move in there. And you're mm-hmm. like, dude, I should have done this every week, maybe. This is fantastic. Because um, <laughs> there's always like, I'll just leave a, a you know, a, a pile here, a pile there. Yeah. But uh, it sounds like we have a caller on the line. Is this Tawasi? Good morning. Hey. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Um, you know, laundry... Mm. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know I know you're supposed to do that stuff and 
and it's definitely good for me to like put on that fresh, crisp pair of socks that are, you know, not no toe jam at all. <laughs> fresh. I I really don't like doing laundry, but it's so good for me when I like come out of the shower mm. and my towel smells all nice and put on clean clothes. That I love, but just going to the laundry and putting it in there and you know all the microplastics and the soap mm. and just you know running the dryer and just like the whole thing i really don't want to do it i don't like it but i know it's good for me because the results are awesome and i love those but man if i could figure out how to not do laundry just but that's one thing the mm-hmm. other thing and this is a little bit more immediate for me because I'm at work right now. Mm. I really don't like going to work. Um, I hear you. Like, like if I could just render my own value to myself somehow, instead of having to give my worth over to the corporate overlords, Mm -hmm. I would feel a lot better about it. But I like, I like eating and having shelter and just, you know, being able to donate to my favorite radio station or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the ben- again the benefits that I receive from doing the things that I don't like seem to make it worthwhile, kind of yeah at least with work. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to remember those in the near term when it's like I don't want to do laundry, I don't want to go to work. I like all the things that come of it, but that feels so far away from where I am right now. Yeah, yeah, like when you're when you're uh, you know. And again, this is this is a lot to do with culture and society and the way we view people, right? Because, mm-hmm. say for instance, that you're like a uh, old school Belmont gutter punk from before gentrification, mm-hmm. then you just would be dirty, and your friends would expect that of you. Sure, and it was just part of the culture, and nobody really looked. Like, oh, there's a dirty person. You're like, yeah, I farm dirt on my neck. So <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we that we don't want to do, we do anyway because of societal expectations and norms that aren't necessarily healthy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, we're going to run out of water. It's pretty bad choices to just, like, wash as much as we wash and as inefficient of a way as we do mm-hmm. um, but, but and it's the same thing with my work like the work that I do is ridiculous for me to go and do this mm-hmm. work but you know uh, like you said you, you, in the immediate term when you're doing it it seems ridiculous but once you look at the longer term outcomes then you can hopefully justify it the next day <laughs> yeah the word balance comes to mind mm-hmm yeah, balance. Ugh. <laughs> he didn't, Ugh. didn't like that. Did you did you see the did you see the article this week about people working overtime? No, what was, was that saying, about? It was just saying how people are facing burnout now mm-hmm. because there's no, there's not enough labor in the workforce, so all these people are burnt out because they don't have balance in their job. They mm. they have mandatory overtime. And, um, you know, it's, oh man. Yeah. It kind of eats into people being able to have the things that sustain them spiritually and mentally, you know, hobbies, Mm -hmm. gardening, going to the grocery, you know, grocery stores. Go ahead. In the article, they're talking, uh, to a kid who missed their parent because their parent was gone all the time. Mm. It's like, yeah, Mm. parenting not being able to parent because of mandatory overtime. Ugh, talk about doing something you have to do but you don't want to yeah yeah definitely pbs is foaming at the mouth he's like we got you we got the children don't worry you got arthur yeah you know raised me could do a good job for a lot of other people too <laughs> but i hear you what a what a wonderful time of day <laughs> there it is there it is well thank, thank you thanks for taking my call yeah thank you, you for sure. calling you. good to hear from you yeah, I, I think it's a... I see an NBC News article from this week that I think maybe we're referencing here. Oh, I got to check it uh, out. Yeah. Ugh. Can I, this is also, you know, somewhat tangentially related. I had a three-day weekend this mm. past weekend because of Veterans Day. And I 
really had just i had time to do everything i had a day that i was cleaning because my Mm. friend was coming to town i had a day to do all my projects that i don't have time or energy to do during the week and then on the third day i cooked and i i I cooked all this squash soup (laughs) and i've been eating it all week and i feel like a queen Uh, and i haven't been worried about the daylight savings time because i've been so full of soup no this is really great yeah well it's something about the sustaining yourself in a way that's a meeting all your basic needs like okay you got your shelter you got you got your, your food in the in the refrigerator and all of these basic necessities and then yeah. the next you know I'm thinking of like the Maslow hierarchy of needs or so or whatever mm-hmm. and then but that's like what's well you know if, if we're just gonna let like, I, and this is you know I'll say this for myself you know I have I'm, I'm able to have a car where I go to the grocery store and I come back home and I put the groceries away but if I don't have that time or mental capacity or that something to be like, hey, I might not like going, I'd like having to cook this or clean everything out, but in order for me to actually be able to get that next level of sustain of sustaining myself, what is it going to help me if this fruit and vegetable just rot in my refrigerator? You know, yeah. I have to like, okay, like that next thing. And sometimes, it's, sometimes for me, it feels like almost like, I don't know, like almost like uh, climbing out of something. Where it's like, yeah. all right, you gotta, you, you gotta just, you know. Put on an mm-hmm. a- album you like or something like just you know get get yourself to doing. And I think uh, for me at least, listen, it's a lot easier to just do this on my phone and and doom scroll than than get out. So yeah, um, wow, this and I think, to get out of it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think also just like the that like you have to build momentum. Momentum, for yes, because it's so easy to be like slowed down or distracted by stuff. Typically for me, it's like right after I eat breakfast, I'm like. All right, we're already in the kitchen and we're doing the dishes. We're right, doing the right, dishes. Yeah. We're unloading the dishwasher. We're okay, okay, okay. And we could sweep. We could sweep. sweep we still have yeah. energy. <laughs> I love to. That's how That's how I get myself started. Sweep. Yeah. Ooh, Do, doing one that you don't don't hate so much. The, I totally relate to the thing that was said about uh, laundry. Where, like, I... To me, it's not laundry time until my hamper <laughs> is, like, full. And then it's like, oh, desperate. I have no clothes. Sure. <laughs> and that's when you see me in the my oddest get-ups. <laughs> Is like <laughs> stuff's in the stuff's in the wash. But does, I don't know; it'll come out eventually. But then, and then it's like I, I'm okay with doing laundry. I hate folding. I love folding. Love laundry. Love fold. I'll or do like, I'm okay laundry. with folding it, but then I don't like putting it away. Oh, that's no, that's different. That's a, that's a different chore. <laughs> that's not even di- laundry. That's, that's that's putting <laughs> things away. Um, I I hear you with the laundry thing, and also you know the caller was mentioning like the process of how, seeing like all the water and the microplastics and all yeah. this. And maybe think of like how much like the how much the process of something, even though you know it's good for you, just the process of it can be something that I don't know, you're like don't mess with or don't wanna, mm. you know, like, yeah, I wanna make this chicken, but I really don't feel like looking at a raw piece of chicken and like cutting out the guts and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't cook a lot of meat partially for For lack, that reason yeah. Really, for that reason for lack of confidence, I would say. <laughs> like I don't wanna Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things yeah, it's you good when you have momentum. I believe you. Thank you. That's nice. I'm, I'm, I, as I mentioned, rediscovered the idea of cooking. So Papa maybe I, I'll, so I'll give you. A, I'll give you a recipe. You Tammy's cook with a your great heart. cook. By Just the way. look inside. Make sure it's not pink. You're good. <laughs> that I do know. That's that it. I, that that's I, that's I, right. <laughs> we don't do rare chicken. Rare. No medium rare. rare oh, no. Is it, oh, rare. Gotcha. Rare, rare, I, I've rare. never heard rare chicken, so I was yeah, thinking, like, right. why is it instinct? Dodo bird. Oh no. We have a couple we of have minutes time. left to the show. Please, please call. We're getting off track. 503-231-8187. Is anyone on the... Oh, you can go to the website and talk with us through the internet. Yeah. What Old is something school. you don't like doing, but you know it's good for you, so you do it anyway? KBOO.FM. And in the bottom right-hand side, it'll be a icon that says talk with us or speak with us or chat with us. It says chat with us. You can message us on Instagram. You can email us. The Gap Radio. Is it the the handle on Instagram? The Gap Radio at Gmail is the email. If you're a little shy to be on air, that's totally fine. What's something you don't like doing, but do it anyways because you know it's good for you. And like you said, how do you know when something's good for you? Yeah. Mm, mm. I just think the satisfaction, the fullness that the heart—it's like a fullness from your throat to the bottom of your stomach. That's mm. what it feels. That's how I know something's good for me. Whoa! And All get, the chakras. Look at this. Your chakra, chakra, and you get that from laundry. <laughs> I do get that from laundry. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. I've done your do. laundry routine with you. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it is. We had fun. Maybe it's just fun because we were together. <laughs> it, it, I, I do find it fun. It just, it's funny because I have routines for a lot of things and they're mm. so, 
They're a little rigid, sure, but I, I have a, it's like a logic. Yeah. No, I have the same thing. I like I know how I want it done. Sure. Like I this is not like rational or something I'm proud of. There's a part of me that gets pretty upset when somebody loads the dishwasher in a way that I don't sure. think is efficient. It's you and know you, it's something. Even now I'm getting worked up. We have we <laughs> are you a therapist? Let us know. Feel free. 503-231-8187. If you need to call in and say Althea, get over it, please. <laughs> Uh, Give me a reality check. <laughs> How do you know when something's good for you? How do I know when something... Hmm. I will... I'll see it in my mood and my sense of accomplishment. Mm. And I think that that's something that I don't necessarily, like, consider as a benefit before I start doing it. It's like, ah, I have to have clean clothes. Ah, I should s sweep the kitchen so that I don't step on little pieces of garlic skin. Sure. From when I was cooking, of course. Man, you need a dog in there. See, that's, I grew up with dogs. <laughs> and some of these problems solve themselves uh, if you have dogs. But uh, yeah, the, but that there's like also the sense of accomplishment and like that, oh, nice. Now I've like, yeah. now I've actually solved my problem as opposed to just like living with my problem sitting in my brain of, of what I have to do or what I haven't done already. It's like respecting the yourself with like capital S self, you know, yeah. like... Like even with my nails, I did. I don't like the color or anything. I'm like, I want some colors on it, and I'm like, well, I, you know, I I didn't did, and then eventually I put it on. I'm like, I'm I don't love the color, but I I I wanted to, so and I yeah. did it, you know. And it's it's like that fulfillment of wanting to do something and doing it mm -hmm. that you don't have to do, you know. Right. It's like right. you want it for yourself for no reason. Just it's pretty. Just uh, why not? Pretty. It's nice to do. For, we got for about a minute self. or sorry, couple minutes left. A couple minutes left. Five oh three. Two three one eight one eight seven. What's something you don't like doing, but you know it's good for you, so you do it anyway. And we have Tom on the line. How you doing? Tom, can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, All right, there we are. <laughs> How you doing? Well, I'm doing okay, but I'm at work, and I don't like work. Mm -hmm. And the reason, one of the reasons is I'm 82, going to be 83 next month, and it seems crazy that a person that of that age has to work full-time every day. I'm just very displeased with that. And mm. I'm on the freeway in the morning, and I think, I'm probably the only 80-year-old driving into a full-time job this morning. There's something wrong with my brain. Mm. But the one thing that, I, that even is more disturbing is that I have to work out. You know, at 82, I go to the gym three, mm. four times a week, and I really hate that, too. And they say, enjoy your workout. And I say, those two words don't go together. Enjoy <laughs> and workout, give me a break. So there's, there is one sort of uh, positive in that respect. I can go see really glorious looking bodies at the gym <laughs> and in, in, enjoy, enjoy my uh, somewhat disturbing uh, thoughts about what, uh, what could happen. <laughs> so uh, Anyway, but work is is really a, a drag, and workout is not enjoyable in yeah. any way. So, well, do you feel better fun. after the workout? Do you get the endorphins? No, 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 no. I go home with aches and pains and sit in my jacuzzi tub and say, "Why am I doing this?" Yeah, it's just nuts. Well, so anyway, that's those are my comments for this morning. Well, sitting here, sitting here at my desk doing work. Yeah, it's crazy. Well. Okay. Have a good day at work. Thank Have you for day. listening. I hope you're okay, enjoying you. the view. Continue yeah, enjoying the view. You guys too. I love your program, by the way. <laughs> thank you. We really appreciate it. Uplift. Oh, okay. thank you. Bye bye. Happy to do it. Um, <laughs> oh man, that made me <laughs> happy early birthday. Also. Hell yeah, happy <laughs> early birthday. Birthday's next. Yeah, month. we got. I'm gonna. I hope he calls and he, call on your birthday, and we will sing you happy birthday. Yes, we will. We'll oh try man, if we're on. Um, well, we are, that, we are, that's going to be about it for the day, no? Yeah, yeah, I think we got to wrap it up. But I do want to say thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you for making us a part of the day, of your day, mm -hmm. here on The Gap on KBU Community Radio. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. You Connect with us online if you want. Goodbye. See you, ah! See you next week. <laughs>
Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of KABU in accordance with requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about KABU Community Radio's open meeting policy is available at our website at kabu.fm. The Development and Events Committee meets on the third Monday of the month at 5.30 p.m. This month's meeting will be held online through a public video conference. A public link and phone number to attend the meeting can be found on our website at kabu.fm. Please visit our website to verify if a meeting is being held. Tune in to Locus Focus, a weekly conversation about our place on the planet, every Monday morning at 10 on KABU Community Radio.